Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nintendo edition. Hooray? Woo! Maybe? It's uh, not a good week for the Yankees in terms of record, but they did make a move late last night. They brought in uh, Royals outfielder Andrew Benintendi, who they had been linked to for, I would say, most of July, sort of at a gap after the, uh, the Royals series, and it seemed like maybe that wasn't going to happen because he wasn't vaccinated. He couldn't go to Toronto, but he seems like he is going to get the shot and we'll be able to travel with the team to Toronto in September. Either that or the Yankees decide they don't care enough about it. I think it's probably more likely the former than the latter, but hooray, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, all indications point towards the fact that he will get the shot because even Toronto was in the mix for him, and you you would have to think, like, yeah, if they they're were... in the mix for a player. <laughs> I think that's, like, basic standard due diligence that, like, well, can our guy play for us? Yeah, right. <laughs> Like, yeah, the Yankees have at least three games left in Toronto and then potentially another series in the playoffs, depending on how all that shakes out. But Toronto has a lot of games left in Toronto, so they're not going to go out and get a guy that's not going to be able to play any home games. Exactly. So I think I think we, sh- they, we should be fine with that. And it's probably annoying that there's still even a conversation or like a question like, oh, why isn't this guy vaccinated or whatever? But whatever it takes, if he gets vaccinated, I, I, I get a lot less annoyed by this move <laughs> yeah it's the same idea as like when there were like uh lotto prizes maybe for if you got vaccinated during this one window like last year it's like if it, there's an incentive for it whatever not how i'd want to have it happen but i'm i'm glad that it will happen <laughs> so right exactly uh, i guess we'll move on to the the baseball aspects of this move which is that they are getting a guy who is a lot more contact focused than uh, joey gallo and it will hopefully help go a long way toward letting the Yankees fill that void in the lineup because Joey Gala has just been an absolute void since they acquired him. Unfortunate, but it's the truth. And the need for an outfielder was only intensified by the fact that Giancarlo Stan had to go on the IL with uh, was it the uh, calf tightness or something like that? I think it was like left Achilles tendonitis. Yeah, I think calf is another injury. He had it another time, but that's, <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's right. Um, and it seems like maybe it will only be something that, should keep him on the IL for maybe like minimum time, sort of like the stints that he's had like last year. And then earlier this year, where it's just like, you know, let's just do some maintenance, keep him out for a little bit. And then hopefully he'll be back fresh. Yeah. Um, also with uh, Ben and coming, you don't have to worry about putting Matt Carpenter in right field because you need his yeah. bat. Um, especially with Stanton on the IL, you, you can just easily DH Matt Carpenter and just, you know, at least have, you know, a good out- outfielder out there. So yeah, it, 
it may not be directly replacing Joey Gallo, as some people have noted, because Joey Gallo just lost his playing time. But it is replacing Joey Gallo because, you know, you're putting an actual outfielder out there with the bat who's, you know, been above league average. And, you know, you're not trying to put all these weird puzzle pieces together like Matt Carpenter is just in the outfield every day or whatever the hell has been going on. So, yeah, we, we want them to find a way to get Carpenter's bat in the lineup. And I applaud them for the creativity on just like, let's just stick him out there and hopefully the other defenders will help make up the gap. But yeah, they needed uh, an actual outfielder and Benintendi is an actual outfielder defensive metrics range on him, but he's generally fine at worst. So uh, good to have that kind of guy out there. And like, it's still, this is a few years old, obviously at this point, but the kind of defense that he was showing off when he was uh, on the Red Sox and in the playoffs in 2018 was terrific. And this is a guy who can really help you out and adds a, a little bit more to the lineup. And yeah, there were, I think there were some better uh, outfielders maybe on the market that the Yankees could have gotten. And uh, Juan Soto is just a total enigma, whether or not he actually gets moved or whether the Yankees could actually get him. And this, I mean, obviously getting Ben attendee does not necessarily disqualify them from getting Soto because none of the guys they traded would have really been a major part of a Soto deal anyway. For terms of a short-term 2022 fix, yeah. Benintendi should be generally fine. And then he's a free agent at season's end anyway. And if Soto's still available there, he very well might be, then you can go get him then. Yeah. And there's like a couple things that like, yeah, Andrew Benintendi is probably like the third best, fourth best outfielder available, depending on what um, you said, whether or not Juan Soto actually gets traded, whether or not Brian Reynolds is actually available. Like what's the situation there? So yeah, is he, was he the top choice for anybody? No, but he's fine. Um, He's actually probably better than fine. Like, uh, you know, I'm probably doing him a little bit of a disservice by just putting him down, uh, defining him as fine. Yeah, he was and an again, all-star like, this year. Granted, on yeah, the rails, he but he's still an all-star. <laughs> and, like, I know, like, you know, gold gloves are not really, like, you know, the make-all, be-all of, like, defensive, you know, capability. But he won a gold glove, last, uh, I think, last year uh, in left field. So, you know, they're getting a good player. That's all that really matters. And, you know, if by, for whatever reason, Juan Soto is still available, the Yankees are, and like, you know, they, they can agree to a trade. The Yankees aren't going to be like, oh, wait, no, I have Andrew Benintendi. I don't need Juan Soto. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, no, oh, that's not going to happen. It's like, oh, I got this, uh, you know, baby little Reese's cup. I don't know if I can take those king size ones off your hands, yeah. man. <laughs> the, the only way, like, you, the Yankees would look at Juan Soto and be like, no, I don't need him is like, because you know, like he and Aaron Judge play the same exact position and neither of them can move or whatever. And it's like, okay. I don't have for you because I have literally Aaron Judge. Like those two are on the same level of like player compared to like Andrew Benintendi or anybody else the Yankees might have gotten or still could get. Yeah, so, and even still, I think if they got Soto, Judge would be like, "Yeah, that sounds good to me. Let's win." <laughs> no, I, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like, and the, the Judge obviously is flexible. Like, you know, he's a right fielder who also is now the center fielder for the team. Like, he can move around. I'm sure Juan mm-hmm. Soto can go. Uh, between left and right, it, it's not that serious. You figure it out for a player like Juan Soto. <laughs> exactly. And there's still questions whether Soto even gets moved at the deadline. This at least gives them some cushion where it's like, okay, well, if he doesn't even get moved or he does get moved to someone else for a haul, at least we will still have an Andrew Benintendi. So. Yeah, and again, not to keep harping on Soto too much, but like the other side has to agree for a trade too. Like, yeah. let's. Oh, like, yeah, it's that's, easy that's for, a big it, thing. <laughs> it's easy for us to just say, Oh, just Jason Dominguez, get your bags ready. Why is Juan Soto not on this team? But like, no, they have to agree with that. They have, they might have something better available than Jason Dominguez. If you're just as easily ready to get rid of Jason Dominguez for whatever reason, then there might be a reason that might want somebody else or somebody instead of Jason Dominguez, like relax. (laughs) 
whatever's yeah. going to happen is going to happen. Like, there's not any anything you can control, and it's always good because like, if the Yankees had made no move for Benintendi and then we're left just at the deadline with nothing to, especially if Juan Soto doesn't get moved or gets moved somewhere else, then you'd be pissed if the Yankees didn't do anything at least. Yeah, it's like when my, my mom got me a Super Nintendo in 1996 because I wasn't <laughs> sure she could get an N64. So uh, at least you still got a Super Nintendo. This may or may not exactly. be an apocryphal story, but I did get a Super Nintendo in 1996. <laughs> that part is true. I was gonna say this was just an, just another way to bring up Super Nintendo, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's honestly it pretty much <laughs> it's unintentionally perfect. So yeah, we'll take it. it. Yeah, I that, don't know. That is solid. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, ben Attendee's a kind of good, versatile player who I think will be solid on the Yankees. Got the lefty bat, too. He's not as much of a power guy, but I think he will get on bases more than his fair share. And that, I think, will be much appreciated with when you consider how much Joey Gallo has not really been getting on base. He's been walking, but he just hasn't been getting the hits. And so many of those at-bats just look bad. Like, I don't even know why they, they even bothered pinch hitting him against Edwin Diaz the other day. I know you, maybe the idea is like, well, maybe it's like the one in 20 time and he'll run into a Diaz pitch and send it out. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I like Aaron Boone's reasoning was like, I'm trying to get Edwin Diaz for a four out save here. Like, okay. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> why do you want to face their best reliever for uh, getting him out there more? Sure. Yeah, I don't know. But especially because, like, yeah, I mean, he pinched it for IKF, who isn't really doing much with like power, but you know, he's he's still hitting a little bit, like, you know, it's all singles or whatever, but like, he's still at least doing something and getting on base. So you probably take your chances with that and just move the line along rather than just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a great week in Yankee Land. No, not really. That's why we're trying not to really talk about it that much. I mean, also, the, the it's more fun to talk about trades than some pretty uninspiring play against the Astros, Orioles, and Mets. Granted, they did win that series against the Orioles, but it wasn't exactly a decisive one either. And the uh, the two two losses to both the Astros and the Mets were not particularly fun. So, uh, as you put in the notes, ca- all caps. Let's move on, shall we? Yes. <laughs> And they yeah. still have like some uh, some things that they could still do on the trade market for sure. They could go get a Luis Castillo or Frankie Montas or someone else to help with the rotation because right now it's looking like they could certainly use the assistance with uh, Jordan Montgomery sort of going back to being very inconsistent. Uh, I think on the on the whole, the seasons have been very has been solid, but like I think you could still get someone else, particularly with Jamison Tyon up and down. Nestor pitched well the other day, but he still has the innings questions. Luis Severino's in the IL. I don't want to talk about Domingo Harmon, so yeah, go get another starter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, and I do hope that the uh, Brian Cashman and the Yankees just kind of go all in and get like a Luis Castillo type. Like, let's just like let's not do like another Andrew Heaney. Like, hey, we just need innings type bullshit trade like let's get someone real let's do this thing the yankees are in such a good position right now this is it go for it yeah but again hopefully the other team agrees <laughs> yeah it's always about like getting the other team to be like okay yeah that sounds good this was sort of like a few years ago when we were like oh it'd be really cool if the yankees could get the Mets to dra- trade them jacob de grom when he was a uh, pending free agent and uh, it seemed like right. the Mets weren't going anywhere but still gotta get them so <laughs> exactly but anyway, that's the, uh, the trade market. Let's uh, take a quick ad break and we'll be right back. And we're back. All right. So we are zooming along in this podcast because we are working on some limited time constraints today. But for the most part, we still want to provide some trade deadline stuff. And 
we dealt with that with the Ben Attendee stuff, and hopefully they will have some more moves in the works that we can react to before August 2nd, the deadline hits. Uh, but for now, let's uh, go into our first half B-Ref Top 12. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to go through the whole thing because like, it's not really there's not really much to highlight on there, but yeah. I will just note <laughs> that Aaron Hicks is on there now with the 1.6, so that's just a Good testament to how he's kind of tur- tur- turned around his season because, yeah, it was looking dreadful to start the year and you know we've talked over the last few weeks like i guess since pretty much since june that you know how he's picked it up picked it up picked it up and now it's even showing where he's just on the list so congrats to aaron hicks yeah and just a little fun fact andrew benintendi is uh was tied for like or was technically second on the royals with 2.4 bwar by it was like a fraction over whatever behind somebody else in the Royals whose name I can't remember, but that would put him fifth on the Yankees. If anybody cared between Nestor's 2.9 and uh, Garrett Cole's 2.3. So hello and welcome. Yes. Greetings. Yeah. That's the (laughs) update for this week. (laughs) Yeah. Not, not nothing too intense. Still got Aaron judge on top and DJ LeMahieu and Glaber, blah, blah, blah. But also still Garrett, Garrett Cole is not number one because Nestor. (laughs) Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which will never yeah. get old. Let's see if uh, maybe that will change by the end of the season, but it would be pretty funny if it did not. And it would be, I will endorse the scenario where that happens because both Cole and Cortez are pitching Cy Young caliber. So, yeah, pretty much. Although and I guess also, we must do uh, dearly departed for Michael King, number 10 on the list, but I don't know if he will end up being there by the season's end because he is lost for the season. That that also happened within the past week, and we should touch on that quickly, but just a giant bummer to see his season that was very promising and was such a lifesaver in the bullpen. We saw just last night how much they could have used the Michael King out there. I mean, I like Wandy Peralta, but he's not Michael King, so. Yeah, it's really, really sad. Apparently, this man is just not destined to ever hit a hundred innings pitched. Yeah, this is this is the biggest, uh, <laughs> the biggest casualty. He won't hit his cherished one hundred innings. <laughs> one day he will. God damn it! One day, all I want in life is Michael King to pitch a hundred innings for the Yankees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pour one out for him, though. Uh, what a what a fantastic season he was having. Um, fortunately, though, the news isn't as bad as one might have initially thought in that like he it, as of right now it doesn't look like he's going to need like uh tommy john surgery or anything additional on the ligament it was just like the fracture so i think they said it's going to be like a couple of weeks before they can re- reevaluate the ligament to see if that needs any additional surgery but if it doesn't he should in theory be hopefully ready by um for spring training uh, in 2023 but if there's any additional surgery needed then we'll it's just kind of um play it by ear or you know whatever readjust uh the timeline then but fingers crossed um yeah, i think that, I did that's read- gotta be <laughs> so stressful for him because it's just like yeah maybe your career could be on hold for like up to three years it's yeah like, right. god I, I did like the one uh tweet i forget who it was by but it was like his uh ucl looks as good as it as, as good as it does for anyone who's a pitcher or whatever it was i was like that's not as promising is it no <laughs> Not, not particularly. Like, it's not great, but considering you're a pitcher, I guess it's fine. Eh, I don't know. Like, yeah, no. But yeah, Michael King, speedy and hopefully uh, good recovery to you. And hopefully we'll see you sooner rather than later. Yeah, well, soon, dude. All right. So I, th- I don't think we have anything else to remark on the, the B-Rough stuff. So uh, shall we move on to the end of the show? Or do I guess we'll 
we'll say a little bit. It's an amusing twist. Uh, the Royals are coming to town and Andrew Benintendi may or may not have been on that same flight with his now former teammates. It's like, all right, well, uh, I'll see a baggage claim. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine he was. And like Brian Cushman is nothing if not efficient. So I'm like, I, I love that he got to save money on the flights. Yeah, uh, they were coming here already anyway. And it bumped him up to it. the uh, the top tier Southwest boarding group, so he got to go immediately, and everyone else to go with her. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be funny, like, oh, Andrew Benintendi, uh, you, you're being traded. He he does his like uh, goodbyes, you know, like the hug watch thing where he hug, goes around hugs his teammate. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, so where am I off to? New York. Isn't that where oh. you guys are headed? Yeah. Yep. yep. Well, we'll uh, waited. <laughs> see you there. I mean, it's like a different variation of like when the Yankees trade for Ichiro in 2012 and they were playing the Mariners, I think that series. So I think all he really did was like change clubhouses after he got there or something like yeah. that. So it was a little bit different because the news wasn't broken yet. But this is uh, a nice little uh, lemon twist on that. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, uh, yeah I, and- in terms of series preview, this is. I mean, Yankees should beat the Royals. Would come like if they if they do not beat the Royals, and that is uh, and more. Pro- there's more, another sign of the uh, the slump that is going on right now because they got uh, like Garrett Cole facing Chris Bubich, Nestor Cortez against uh, the very old Zach Greinke, who is fine, but Nestor's better. Um, Tyone against Brady Singer, maybe. Brady Singer's the edge in that one, but again, the Yankees hitter should be good enough. So then Jordan Montgomery on Sunday, I feel like he'll probably bounce back, but. Yeah, how many times do I have to say you should win the series? It's the Royals. They're terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just going to add two quick notes to that before we move on. One is, wait again, after like a slumping, crappy two and five week, way to just make your next opponent, like your next week opponent opponent even weaker by just removing their probably best hitter. <laughs> yeah. So, kudos. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, this is has- like Cashman's like, this is how I win. <laughs> I take <laughs> take the best hitter away from the other team. <laughs> Cash is pretty much like, I'm gonna take this guy away. Now see what you can do. Yeah, it's so like he, he's starting Monopoly by yanking Park Place away from the <laughs> other guy. <laughs> Brian Cashman, when he plays chess, he just takes your queen, puts it on his side. Like, yeah, I actually, I have two now. queens now. <laughs> And then my second real quick note is if you go on baseball reference and look at Zach Greinke's picture, it's like him from like his original Royals days. So it's like a 1972 ass picture compared to everyone else. (laughs) And it's actually pretty funny. Hello. That's it. I'm young and impressionable. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So of course, anyway, Yankees should win that series again, though. Weird things going on. Like the A's just swept the Astros. I don't really know what that's about, but uh, thank you heroes in Oakland. (laughs) <laughs> yes I like a, a good very timely time for the A's to be like oh let's play some baseball <laughs> exactly maybe they're doing like one last ride together with like Frankie Montas and anyone else who Loriano someone else who might move and then they're like all right <laughs> goodbye everyone <laughs> yeah, Going- hopefully hopefully Montas is on his way to the New York too yeah, that we'll take them. Take Luis Castillo. Make, we'll take both of them. We'll, we're kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I, I'm I'm nothing if not a giving person. I will make room um, on this team. Yes, and also get go get David Robertson. Yeah. Please, <laughs> oh yeah, that's the uh, the constant refrain, of course. Yes, my extremely homerism <laughs> trade target. Post. I mean, it's it's not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that I had to link to my first, second, third, and fourth time before. Yeah, it's like, how about now? Uh, Maybe you should try to trade for David Robertson again. Yeah. Stop right, breaking yeah. my heart, Yankees. Yeah, 
But yeah, that's another thing. Yankees should get another reliever. Should be David Robertson, but if not him, then someone. Because again, bullpen needs a little help with uh, King on the shelf. So yeah, All right. I hope they do get somebody who's like. Before we just sorry, one last real thing. I do hope they get somebody with like a little bit of pedigree and not like just trying to get cute and trying to pull off another Clay Holmes. Because like, yeah, I do think the Yankees can do it, but like, maybe let's not take a gamble or or do both. Like get uh, both. get a good reliever both, and yeah. then get a project. You know. Yeah, yeah, both is fine. Mm-hmm. Both is fine. <laughs> both is good. Both is good. Yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, and then, of course, they're playing the Mariners and the series after the Royals. And we will see what happens with that. That'll be an interesting series just because the Mariners have surged themselves back as the wild card picture. We'll get to see uh, Julio up, up close and personal. And uh, hopefully he won't to be too mean, but, you know, we will see. Yeah. And then that also. We're also going to see the Mariners quite a bit because right after the Yankees face the Mariners, they embark on a West Coast trip. I guess I think they go to St. Louis and then Seattle. Yeah, um, yeah. We have we have, yeah. we have uh, enlisted our good old West Coast re- recappers to help us out with some of those late night games because oh boy, those are some late starts on a weekday. <laughs> yeah, I'm in bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm out. Bye, Grandpa. Grandpa Shaw is not for the West Coast trips. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess last note, Yankees did sign their top five draft picks. Um, got the big boys in the system, specifically Spencer Jones. So, uh, Ray, good luck to them as they embark on their careers. So, it's uh, not too surprising, but worth remarking upon. And uh, hopefully we'll be talking about them in just a little while. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, should we wrap up? Let's do it. All right. It's the Yankee and Manfred of the week. Hooray! Woo. All right, who is your Yankee of the week? Uh, I'm going to make this easy, Aaron Judge, because um, you know he's been one of the few Yankees with a pulse since the All Star break broke. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's just kind of continuous tear. He's at 38 home runs, and uh, yeah, Aaron Judge. I'm just going to keep it simple. I don't really need to go too deep into why Aaron Judge is a good pick for Yankee of the week. I'm just yeah. going with the safe choice here. I think that's that's pretty fair. I thought about him too, but I'm going to make my Yankee of the week Nestor Cortez just because it was a really good start from him against the Orioles the other day. Um, I like lifting I like lifting Nestor up and I'm still riding the high of his all-star appearance. So yeah, we will salute the stash, Nestor Cortez. No, absolutely. And it was like good to see that too because like, you know, for the few weeks before leading up to the all-star game, you know, he had like kind of stumbled a little bit and we we're like one just wondering if he was getting fatigued or what was going on. And then, like, his start immediately preceding the All-Star game and then, you know, his appearance in the All-Star game and this one right after showed encouraging signs of him kind of bouncing back towards, you know, mustachioed savior. Yes. That's that's what I call him. Yeah. Hey, you know, to him and Carpenter, my must- you know. He's my mustachioed savior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who is your man for the week? So I was originally going to bash on Joey Gallo one more time. Because uh, I just saw something where Aaron Judge has more home runs and Joey Gallo has hits this season, Boy. 38 to 37. And that's just pathetic. I'm sorry. It's the end of July. Like, come on, man. Yeah, you got you to gotta do better than that. <laughs> but I am not going to bash on Joey Gallo, even though I just did. I'm going to choose with my for my man for the week, Aaron Judge. Oh, man. Wow. Plot whoa, twist. Whoa. whoa. Yeah. Um, You're trying to anger him again? Fun- I'm trying to anger him again, but it was a fun little duel with Max Scherzer, but you let Max Scherzer just destroy you. And I know Max Scherzer does Max Scherzer things that it's allowed, but I didn't appreciate it. And I would have liked at least a little bit of something. So yeah, Aaron Judge, do better. Yeah. Wow. He 
simultaneously the yeah. Yankee and Man for the Week. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess I'll just do Domingo Herman just because I don't, and it's not even like entirely his fault because I don't know why he's starting and JP Sears is not. Um, JP Sears is a better pitcher than Domingo Herman at this point, and um, I don't want to see him. He's not good and he's a bad person. So uh, get off my team. I will say his start against the Mets wasn't as bad I as no, I as know, like I expected. But... <laughs> I just like. I, and don't get me wrong, I'm all for uh, harp, bashing on Domingo Herman. I don't like him either. <laughs> but just, I will just give him that little one half ounce of credit. No, I won't. Screw him. Yeah. Screw Domingo Herman. <laughs> yeah, and, and like even like the good star is four and two thirds innings, five hits, two runs, two walks, one home run, seven strikeouts. But still, that's like <laughs> that's not a good star. Yeah. And the Astros, a, the Astros one was just unbelievably was bad awful. and so entirely predictable. It was yeah. really funny just to see, like, all right, what's going to happen with uh, him facing Jordan Alvarez? Oh, there it goes. Yeah, that's there great. it goes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there's another one now. Oh, Bregman got him too. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. No. What were we even doing here? And like, I think I've already said this, but like, JP Sears is not like a world beater. And yes, he may have been handled also by the Astros and Mets because the Astros and Mets both have good lineups. But I would rather see JP Sears getting a turn than Domingo Herman. Yeah. No, he's going to be yeah. 30 on August 4th. Like, this is not a kid anymore. He's just a sucky guy. <laughs> yeah. He's not that great. And like, no. the, the, the four and two thirds, two run outing is like more the exception than the rule the Astros thing is more in line with what I expect from Vermont anyway so yeah, yeah. hopefully I mean, this I don't know if we heard that but that was my giant fart noise to Domingo Herman. yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah hopefully the situation just resolves itself with uh, them adding a Castillo or a Montas or both so uh, and then we will hopefully never have to see him again maybe uh, maybe the Royals want him do they want him <laughs> Do they want him? Do you want him? Just trying to like leave him in the world you know with like a you know bow what? on his head. We left you a present. I think he should go to the Royals because Domingo de Armand does not deserve to watch porn. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't earned it. All right. And uh, on, I think that's the, the perfect note to end on, frankly. I mean, what else, where else are we going to end on? Anyway. Okay. So. I think that'll do it for us on the Pinstripe Alley podcast. You can follow Pinstripe Alley on Twitter at Pinstripe Alley. Follow me on Twitter at Mern's PSA. Um, what is your favorite candy bar? My favorite candy bar is oh shit, is M and M's a candy bar? No, right? No, like, but like, because people will like try and cheat that in. Because I would say M and M's peanuts are my favorite candy, but my favorite candy bar is probably Snickers. Okay. Which, like, growing up, I hated Snickers, but yeah, I, I, I was not. I was surprisingly not really into them either. I don't know why. Maybe it's like the nougat or something, but uh. I don't know. Just growing up, I hated them, but then the last like five six years, I like tried one one day and I was like, oh, this is actually oh, this good. is amazing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it, Jackpot. It, it's jumped its way up my ranking. So go Snickers. Go Andrew, Andrew Benatendi, go Yankees. Good plan. All right. That'll do for us. Take care, everyone. Let's go Yankees. Go get some more trade deadline trips. And uh, hey, Juan Soto, you should be a Yankee. You should. <laughs>